Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Chaos Engine. It's the Logan Pete Show. Hey, I'm Pete Donaldson. Uh, I'm joined by Mr. Loki Moore. How are you doing, Loki Moore? The Chaos Engine. The Chaos Engine. Do you remember that video game back in the nineties? Uh, one of the Bitpack Brothers one. The Descent into Darkness. <laughs> let's do. Um, let's just do time travel gothic steampunk today. Mm, yeah. Well, you know I'm a fan. <laughs> I like anything steampunk. I like anything only fills and horses. I like anything um, that, that 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 crosses. Imagine a steampunk. I'm gonna go to an AI and type in steampunk um, Uncle Albert and Uncle Albert's um, adventures. In I can't the world wait to get steampunk. this record out the way and see those messages. I know, right? Wow. <laughs> I am um, every time I'm doing a night feed. Yeah, I'll flick through the channels. And... For your son, you, you should really never. No, it's for me. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm actually a very, Just very... Um, 15 craft cheese slices. Protein-laden athlete. I need to get up every two hours. Um, every time I'm doing a night feed for my son, and actually for any of the assorted neighbours who want to come into my house uh, mm. between the hours of 1 and 4 a.m., they're yep. welcome. It's an open-door policy. Open door policy. There's uh, mulled wine. You're, you're, uh, you can even just knock on the door and then run away. That's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah, people do do that. Uh, <laughs> no one's turned up to my night feed sessions yet. No. Um, oh, yeah, but when fucking... When Fat Boy Slim does it, it's really popular. Um, <laughs> in, there's no deck, just a baby. Beach. Right, okay. Yeah. yeah, there's no beach. Yeah. Um, but anyway, when I do my night feed sessions, like um, Death in Vegas is the Contino sessions, <laughs> um, but mine's much cooler. Right. Um, what I tend to do is flick through all the TV channels, right? Yeah. And, you know, you, you fly by... Listen, your part-timers, your BBC Ones, mm. they flick over to BBC News at, like, 1am. Yeah, they, they, they do, their, do their weird international news from, like... Um, uh, I think I've, I think I've got this confused. Asia before. Watch, Singapore, Asia Watch. Singapore, it's Asia yes. Watch for a bit, yeah. yeah. Um, but your proper Hardy types, your Daves, your mm. Golds, um, <laughs> your watches, on, they're your yesterdays, on, they're putting on decent stuff. Yeah, they're, well, they're well, they're they're bashing out endless episodes of um, sitcoms, and um, one of them is Only Fools and Horses. Mm. Excellent. And every single episode is always something problematic going on. <laughs> Always. No ideas, yeah. But is it on during the is, is it on during the middle of the night, or is yeah. it kind of right? So it's basically saying if you're up at this time, um, it's your dad. He's got a poorly knee, and he's been woken up by stabbing pains in it, and he's just yeah. Wants your dad, to calm um, down. your dad refuses to go to the doctor for mm. what is possibly a quite serious heart complaint. <laughs> um, so he's he's insisting on sleeping every night, sat upright in the armchair. Yeah, nice. Yeah, like it. Um, yeah, exactly, and. Um, yeah. Anyway, I, I don't think it's I don't think this is a watershed issue because you know it's not like it's offensive stuff to children. Like you shouldn't be doing like racist stuff anyway. Right? Yeah. Like I don't think it matters that it's one a.m. No, but I, I don't but think I racism just, is less important. No, after but dark. I just think they're just, they're just gonna. I think just if you're gonna play that stuff, if you, imagine paying for 
as a TV company, all of that stuff, and you say you buy it for five years and you've rented it, and then yeah. things massively change in those times. You must be kicking yourself. Going, because I if bought you're a gold, number, I bought Little Britain. <laughs> yeah, but if you're a gold, yeah. Only Fools is probably one of your one of your head, headline acts. Five a day, one of your five a day, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> definitely one well, of your five a day. Well, well, Luke, I'll, I'll, um, I went on a bit of a Only Fools and Horses. Uh, pilgrimage over the weekend, uh, you'd be pleased to know. Uh, la, 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 la. Did you say it was like a Jolly Boys outing? I had a Jolly Boys outing with some Jolly Boys. I went to Belgrade, which is obviously the place where... What, you went to Belgrade last weekend? I went to Belgrade. Without me knowing about weekend. it. Why would you keep doing this? I sent you a picture of um, some Only Fools and Horses socks, because, as discussed, Only Fools and Horses was massive in Belgrade. They even had a Boise in Belgrade documentary last year, didn't they, before he died? They did, but there was no context to the message. I just, they was, just thought they were a nice pair of socks. I was yeah. like, I didn't know you were there i was in a market in the arse end of nowhere in belgrade i'd been tipped off that it was a cool antique market it wasn't it was just a place to buy sinks and old bits of washing machine uh, but right it, was, up your street. it was a sock seller so i bought um some only and horses socks um some lahane socks remember that film with yeah very That's confusing weird, weird. Uh, and some joker socks uh, from a friend who hits the joker so um yeah all good Are you um, get, should we give the only fools and horses socks away yeah, well, maybe we luck, should. To a lucky from, listener. From Belgrade. Um, you know, I, I got on two illegal trams. I didn't pay for, for the for the pleasure because uh, I couldn't really figure out the ticketing system. So well, that doesn't make it. them illegal trams. I just that think... makes you being illegal for being on the tram. The tram's perfectly legit. People Don't bring them into it. Luke, I know you've been up with your you know your, 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 your um, dodgy views at 1am watching Only Fuzz Noses, <laughs> but no man is illegal, all right? So I have some bloody respect. <laughs> you know, once when I was in Prague, right? I went to mm. Prague in like... 1998, mm. right before before like everyone was going there for stag weekends and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And the reason I went is because we had like some a few days off between our summer job and going to uni or whatever. It must be yeah. 1999 actually. Thinking about it, and um, we there were it was just when they started doing these flights to Prague, so we went there and uh, me and a few mates, and it was like it was actually quite like not intimidating but quite edgy. Yeah, because like you yeah, know what was that. going on. There's no other yeah, British yeah. people there. I went in like 2002, but that, yeah, yeah. yeah, and and um, no one spoke English or anything. And we did exactly that with the tram. We got on the tram, not knowing you had to get a ticket beforehand. And a man with a mustache grabbed us, <laughs> opened his hand out like that, and just with a, it had a big coin in the middle of it. Right. Okay. And we were like, "Oh, that's a nice coin. Oh, like, <laughs> thanks for showing it to us, or whatever." <laughs> And it turns out that was like the the badge for a police officer. Oh, the, a golden coin! You in thought his badge. it was the Prague. You thought and, it was and, a charming chocolate box image of of what was, a tramsman would be. Yeah, we just became absolutely farcical because he couldn't speak any English. <laughs> Our phones didn't work, so we couldn't translate. And there's no translate app then anyway. Yeah, and it was just like a lot of gesticulation until one of my friends, Chris, just gave him a note, a denomination away, of yeah. a note, and he was like. Nodded and just left. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. I was pretty sure we got fined for that, but I don't know. I don't really know. Don't what really know how happened. much money was handed over. Yeah, yeah. I, it, yeah, it, so it is it just sort of happens to the best of us. So you didn't get caught in Belgrade, no? I didn't caught, get caught in Belgrade. There was um, apparently plenty of um, plain closed officers around, so I was just kind of as I was on, I was just constantly sort of eyeballing everyone to see if they were a narc or a you know member of the police fraternity. But I got away with it. I got on three trams, didn't get in trouble or nothing. I don't think I've ever seen you eyeball anyone. If anything, you're alien to eye contact. No, I yeah. Well, I by eyeball, I mean look at their eyeballs through the the, the reflective surface of a of a window, yeah. um, or other people's eyes. I would I would I will stare into your eyes to look at someone else. <laughs> you don't want to stare into my eyes too long because after no, a while the uh, love. 
the, the, the vortex little, stares right back at you. Little coin, my little coin yeah. will pop out. So how was um, the trip? Did you go with the partner you have access to? No, um, she's not that interested in Serbia. I was going to say, there's no way she's going, is she? She's not really interested in, in that, that the, the cityscapes of uh, the former Yugoslavia. As you know, the couple of minutes, and uh, good God, um, the uh, um, boss of Yugoslavia, at Tito, um, what a what an interesting chap he was. What I like about blokes who've been in charge of countries for ages... Uh, he, uh, like, they do get given gifts a lot. Like, they do get given, like, most of this Yugoslavia um, museum was, uh, I know you're not listening because you're Googling, um, <laughs> so you trip me up on some facts about Tito. Um, oh, but it's interesting what you say about Tito. There, uh, what, the, guy, <laughs> the guy who came to power in, um, in, in, as president of Yugoslavia on the 14th of January 1953. Correct, yeah, he was in exile. Yeah. Uh, so, like, he was roughly in power till about May 1980, wasn't he? <laughs> he was there yeah, for a long on. time. But I think with, with like, people have been there for a long time, like, they, every, all of like, the dignitaries from different parts of the world come. You know, he's a big fan of Selassie and, you know, all of you know all that all that um and uh and they all sort of pop round and they all drop off some like little gift and stuff so this yugoslav yeah. museum was just all motherfucking gifts for tito <laughs> just everything was like bits and bobs the key to los angeles here the key to egypt here like these beautifully ornate keys and stuff that have been handed to to to, to the to the guy at the top of the yugoslavia and then but just like little Things like um, when the factory would make a radio, the first off the uh, production block, the first off the uh, the old belt would be a gift to the to, to the dear leader, and right. um, it was like there were beautiful bits of like seventies radio, computer, television stuff. It was right up my street. I just Did you come you, back with anything. I, I didn't know because uh, well, I tried to go to an antique fair, but. Uh, Turns out I just went and gone look at a lot of sinks. But <laughs> <laughs> like, you could have done an Elon Musk, couldn't you? Could have done it. What do you mean, like an Elon let Musk? Let that sink in. Yes, nice. Let, the, let that sink in on, air, on the Air Serbia flight that was two hours late. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Oh, Air Serbia, huh? So air tell me, tell me about, um, tell, tell me about the indie bar there. <laughs> there wasn't an indie bar. There was one rock bar that we went to that wasn't. Actually, they were playing like uh, they were very reluctant to let us in. Or certainly reticent to tell us why they wouldn't, they weren't going to let us in. Um, they were um, basically saying, "Look, they're just going to be playing Serbian pop music," and I was like, "That sounds fun. I want to hear some Serbian pop music." Um, and I mean, it was quite alienating because I didn't understand what was going on, really. Yeah. So uh, that's but, not. Uh, I mean, I've seen you in indie bars in this country, though, not really know what's going on. No, exactly. As soon as they start playing anything after a certain time, I'm like, "Machine Gun Kelly, who's that?" Um, but I. Uh, I yeah, uh, ten ten out of ten. Belgrade, a lot of fun, and uh, the food was excellent. I love cucumbers. Turns out there's just a lot of cucumber yeah, action to go to in Serbia that to realise that. Yeah, but I don't eat them here. They look, they seem boring. But over there, they're the respite from the heavy mince dishes that they've got. <laughs> nice. And we had this, uh, we had this uh, pizza from a place called uh, Buckos. Uh, it's just like a street thing that you know you just bought a pizza and you just ate it in the street like a like a hound um and uh their their little f- uh, flourish on the pizza and pizza purists would not care to hear about this um was like this beef cream that they would smear on the top <laughs> wow 
So <laughs> I'll, I'll get you a, ears are burning. I'll get you a picture, but he's uh, well, they shouldn't be. They're well protected um, with that hair. Um, the uh, the beef they just added this kind of like beef. They call it salad, but it's not. It's beef cream, and uh, like, like all of the the, the places. Well, almost around. like a horseradish type vibe. No, it's like a kind of like a bit. No, it's just beef flavored cream. No, yeah. I don't know what that anyone listening to this, and I'm including myself in this, will know what you're talking about. Imagine like a sour, a non sour cream, mm-hmm. right? Or a sour cream. The yeah. taste of beef that you just smear on, like a, like a really thin beef pate. Is this a cream, dream? A creamy beef. Pate. Was this a dream? <laughs> Tell me if this was a dream. A Serbian beefy cream pate on top of a pizza. There's so nothing walked, more simple. You walked into Dallas Street in Serbia, bought a pizza. <laughs> And then they put beef cream on it. Beef cream on it, yeah. And, and is that what it was called, or are you calling it that yourself? I, I don't know. They call it salat or sal- salad or something. Uh, but I, I, I gave it a Google. I don't think it's a normal thing. Uh, and certainly the pizza purists on, on Reddit that my mate posted it on, uh, very yeah, it, it was good. It was very nice. Very nice. Very good. Well done, everyone. Yeah. But uh, all good stuff. All Tr- good it's stuff. troubling stuff, isn't it? It is troubling stuff. But th- that's why I got the fact that um, the... YU uh, URL suffix lasted until 2010 because Yugoslavia obviously was still existing when the internet was was, was kicking off and they maintained uh, a, a Yugoslavia presence technically on the internet until t- 2010 and then it got absorbed yeah, by it, Montenegro. It's kind of weird. It, sometimes it's just the explanation is that people, someone just, there's no one around to turn it off or someone just <laughs> doesn't know whose responsibility it is. <laughs> yes. That's what happened with, um, yeah, that's what happened with the Churchill War Rooms. You know the Churchill War Rooms? No. So the Churchill War Rooms are a museum... I'm, I'm familiar on... with the Churchill War Rooms, but, but I don't oh, know right. what so, so basically, um, it was obviously the nerve centre from where Churchill and his mm. team ran the war, effectively, the Second World War. Yeah. And um, it's fascinating. It's, it's well-preserved, and you can go down there mm. and you can look around. It's good. It and um, cigars, I bet. It absolutely fucking reeks. Yellow. Oh, it was, it was cigars. It was cigars. Basically... What you find out is that Churchill loved a cigar, as you, everyone already knows. Loved but to drink. Loved he was basically permanently pissed. <laughs> right? And um, Let the he, man sleep. He didn't, yeah, didn't sleep very much. And he was just... And also, by the way, it goes, it goes understated, I think, like how old he was right. in the Second World War. Right. Was because, he absolutely ancient? Or was he younger yeah. and he just looked older because he just drinking pot all day? I think he's like in his mid to late 60s. Oh, right. In, okay. in the key parts of... The Second World War. Yeah. So, like, anyway, he's, and he's and he's pissed, right? And he's galloping around the church at the, the cabinet war rooms underground in a massive pink romper suit. <laughs> he's not just telling, around just telling people pink. what to do, sticking stickers on things, right? <laughs> anyway, that's what that's, that's a, if you, if you haven't got a chance to go to the Churchill war rooms, that's a general flavour. Yeah. Okay? okay. And there's also some chat now about how that Churchill perhaps wasn't even wasn't the best guy in the world, and he said some stuff that was a bit problematic. All that kind of usual conversation that happens. It's, it's these the days. D- David Jason uh, issue, isn't it? <laughs> like, a little wait, bit more important. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, I mean, the uh, only fuzz and horses is quite offensive. That's what I mean by that. So Churchill said some stuff. He did some stuff. Mm. These days, people wouldn't appreciate. Right? Fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what yeah. I would say is, and I thought this at the time when I went there, if you don't like that, you're going to hate the other fella. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, you know. I've got news you, for you, buddy. Yeah, if, if, you were offended, if you were offended by that, fair enough. But yeah, the other geezer, <laughs> um, he wasn't any better. Um, but he was markedly worse. Uh, anyway, um, the point being, the original point is that when the cabinet war rooms was no longer needed, mm. i.e., the war ended. Yep. Churchill leaves power as prime minister. I think just before Jap- Japan surrendered in August of forty-five, mm. the, the the map room, the, the nerve center, all mm. the stuff, all the tech, it's not needed, right? Yeah. 
but because they because they were focused on just rebuilding London and, yeah. and getting on with you know peace and everything. So the last person out literally just turned the lights off, locked it up, and that was that. Right. And it didn't get opened again until, like, 1980. Oh, they didn't sort of think to... Right, okay. So to the point like, where, yeah. when they went back down there, um, you know, like, sugar was rationed in the Second World War, right? They, they were opening, like, drawers of, like, prominent um, Air Force officers and stuff based down there. Yeah. Open the drawers, and there's, like, little sugar cubes still in there. People's rationing is still left there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and, and, it's, and so they've kept it as much as they... As, as preserved as they could as to what it would have been like well i mean to be honest i know what i'm like after a party i don't want to deal with the recycling so like you nah. imagine how many clinky bottles were down there well my neighbor does it at like 3 a.m does he oh is that, is that how you know because you're up and about lovely it's just it's just like clinking stop the clinking guys it's like the universe decides that the exact second after my son will fall asleep <laughs> It's Someone does the recycling <laughs> at any time of the You've day. You've got quite like. a nice, um, quiet road as well for that area. Like, I'm surprised that it's... Yeah, the front two rooms... You, do you know what it is, mate? It's fucking... It's annoying middle-class people recycling. Yeah. And it's delivery drivers, baby. Right, okay. Revving their little putt-putts. Revving their little putt-putts. They, oh, yeah. they are very shrill, those little putt-putts, aren't they? Yeah, and, and, and it's surprising because at that time in the morning, it is very quiet, so any yeah, noise yeah, yeah. at all just sounds mad. Mm. So that is, and also this time of the year, you have got the windows open, so it's, it's a tricky situation. Yeah, but, fair. but yeah, what you gonna do? And, yeah, and also the um, the other thing about Churchill during that time was that like what he was regularly doing was he was telling everyone he was going to bed and he was going into his room, <laughs> and then he was getting a couple of his like most trusted staff and just fucking off again and climbing up to the top of like Down Street and standing on the roof watching the bombs come down and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so they say in that in that in that Churchill War Rooms thing, which is a tourist attraction now, and it's very well worth visiting. They say he only slept in his bed three times. He was just cutting about doing other shit, just doing other stuff. He's basically yeah. a maniac. Like, yeah, he's basically a maniac who who won. Yeah, and and also I guess uh, you would think that is it just our technological? I mean, there's a million reasons, and the war is obviously a massive thing. But like, was he massively advantaged by stuff like? technology <laughs> like you know we just had a lot of good like good engines and stuff no, i think i think i think people all, all, the, all the um all the kind of accounts are like he was an amazingly charismatic and inspirational mm. leader and that in that period of time when we're the all UK... good on a couple of pints though aren't we <laughs> listen it, it ain't a couple of pints let me tell you that <laughs> it's it's basically they even put it in there they put in there the routine it's like wake up champagne 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 <laughs> Brandy after lunch, champagne, whiskey, whiskey, champagne, brandy after dinner. And he never port, got offered a talk spot role. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. No, he was doing some of the BBC, he was doing some BBC stuff. To be fair, wasn't he? That's <laughs> why did yeah, do yeah, some BBC. Yeah, yeah. Which, which I've got. Which brings me on to another story that I heard um, from a friend of mine uh, this week. That um, I'm, I'm not going to name them because they didn't give me permission to tell this story. But I'm right. sure you'll be able to work it out. Uh, they were doing a show on a, on a um, on an evening for the BBC way back in the day, like 20, 30, 30 years ago. And at one point, um, they didn't have a studio for them. And so they said, oh, yeah, we'll put you in this studio. And it wasn't a regular studio. And he's like, okay. And they went into Broadcasting House, as it was then. Broadcasting House is the one that they've kind of closed down now with flats there, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is a fucking extraordinary act of cultural vandalism if ever I've heard one. Yeah, one, that's fucking hell. Isn't I mean, it how old was that building though? Realistically, I mean, it, I mean, it's iconic, but it's only iconic because they showed it all the time. I mean, they they make probably just yeah, as much but the use king's speech, of... the, you know, the king's speeches from there, the church yeah. addresses to the to the public and if after I the, wanted, in the war. Uh, you know, rent that Airbnb. It doesn't <laughs> need to be old to be important, Peter. <laughs> and speaking of someone who is old and unimportant, unimportant yeah. Um, so basically, they go to the BBC Broadcasting House, and instead of going to a regular studio, they go like five stories down right. in a lift. And they come to a room with like a submarine door in it. Mm. And they go in there, and they record in there, and it's a bunker studio. Right, yeah. And Churchill used to broadcast from there. Wow. And the back side of the studio is another door straight to a tube platform. Oh, cool. That takes him takes back him to wherever back to... he goes. Nice. And, wherever, and up until... That. Fairly recently, that was still a working, broadcastable, usable studio, and and Churchill would either record his addresses to the British public during the war on um, from his from his house, and it would be mm. broadcast from somewhere else, or he would do it do it hello. in there. But yeah, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm hello. <laughs> He's the original timeline Mother! scholar. He was the original timeline scholar. Always yeah, broadcasting about his drink about his war. So apparently, he would always his code was he'd ask for coloured water. Coloured water, and it would be like whiskey with a load of water in it. And and there's a video in that Churchill War Rooms of a of a, a woman who was his secretary, mm. and she's like properly old fashioned and posh, obviously. Mm. And she's going, and people said that Winnie used to drink an awful lot, but he didn't really. And then she just goes and lists about four hundred alcoholic units. <laughs> She's <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant. Good yeah, stuff. And, and, and what I would say, Pete, on the on the kind of the efficacy of, of Churchill stuff, it's generally widely accepted that he was a hugely inspirational leader, mate. It's not right, like okay, there's fine. no other reasons you need to scratch around for. I'm just saying. I'm just. I just don't know how he managed to sort of do it when he was absolutely half cut. I think that about. I was. Do, do I tell you? Do I ever tell you? I think about. I think that about um, uh, early Metallica concerts. What do you mean? As in, like, like go on to YouTube. Yeah. And type in Metallica Live 1983 mm. or whatever, and they're fucking amazing. Yeah, and they're all absolutely battered. Like <laughs> James Hetfield. James Hetfield's like I was pissed for like ten years. Yeah, and didn't didn't they? And the music's really fast and really technical. They, didn't they um, uh, broadcast to like one million people? Didn't they sort of do a show to one million people in um, St. Petersburg or something? Like they did yeah, like there a was mad... a there was a li- it was a live show at some old airbase in Russia, wasn't there? Yeah, absolutely. I think it was wide. them and ACDC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. have a bit of that. George, they don't hack um, the empire, though. What's it? You are no. It's not hack the empire. empire yeah, exactly. It's not hack the empire. After an FA did, Cup final, did he? Did he pee in a bin in a in a um, live of live? Oh, how are the maggots? In, how are the maggots in your bin, by the way? Uh, maggots have uh, long, long long gone and left me. It was uh, bin day to day, um, and so I, I double checked, and uh, we're, we're broadly maggot free, which is great, um, unless they've all turned into flies, and I'll be getting them with my my big tennis racket later. Be like a plague. Like a big plague. Would would you legion. discount? Would you be surprised if I was the first person to experience the plague? The, you know, the, you know <laughs> the, the the world's heating up to a ridiculous degree. China's on fire, and uh, Pete's just got a lot of flies following him around. You're like, um, yeah, fine. If you died from a plague, yeah, literally like a plague on your house, mm. I think I would insist on doing the eulogy at your funeral. Right. All I would say is, it's what he would have wanted. It's, yeah, but you could still, from the coffin, you could hear bzzz, like the little the little flies buzzing around. Yeah, you probably could just tapping on the tapping on the inside. <laughs> um, speaking of that um, that heat wave, um, I'm on the WhatsApp group with some pals, mm. some of whom I've known for a very long time, and a couple of whom are quite basic. 
but in a nice way. Just just basic chaps. And um, it's easier, I isn't shared. It? it is easier. Huh? Say again. It is easier. Yeah, much easier. I will, I, 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 yeah, I'm not saying I'm Mister Clever Pants, but it is easier. No, I'm absolutely tormented, and there's no positive. <laughs> there's, no, there's no upside, is there? No, exactly. You know, people say, oh, you know, he's just a tortured genius. Nah, just nah, tortured. No thanks. Just tortured. Just, tortured imbecile. Yeah, daily tortured, but my own <laughs> stupidity. Um, but um, I shared on that this WhatsApp group the, mm. the record temperature that China hit. It was something like 53 degrees Celsius, wasn't mm. it? It was pretty, it was pretty uh, chunky. Straight away, one of my mates replied, better than this dreary, rainy weather, isn't it? <laughs> better than London. So is it, though? 52 degrees or whatever it is? Do you really want 52 degrees Celsius, do you, rather than a bit of rain? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> incredible take. Yeah. What a Better take. Though, How it could you like, hate rain that, so much that you want to burn to death? <laughs> it is less dreary, I suppose, isn't it? There's I mean, um, all sorts going on in southern Europe as well, isn't there? Yeah, Greece has had it pretty bad. Italy's had it pretty bad. Uh, it's uh, not ideal. Not, not, we're not, not getting ideal. anything, are we? We're, again, we're not getting anything. No, I think we're going to miss it as well, which is good. I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy about that. Do you remember that 40 degree day last year? I can't be asked with that. Me, I brought water into the um, office for the first time for the ever. the first time ever. For the first time ever. Do you remember the meeting at ACAST and it was like the only air-conditioned part of the day? <laughs> Everyone was, was like, this yeah. is amazing. I was really worried about um, uh, my late dog, Buckley, who is at uh, home. But he's, yeah, he's, I, mean, I mean, maybe it really affected him because he is dead now, but... <laughs> <laughs> but but he, uh, but he was in, but not the day after. But not the day after. No, he he, he hung on for a few months. He ground on for his, a wee while. While his fur burned off. <laughs> oh, that's oh. sad. Don't make light of it. It's a sad event. It is a sad event. I'll decide whether it's sad or not. It's up to you, actually. Yeah, it is it's up, up to, to me. You. Actually, yeah. uh, let's have a break. So people can contemplate the fragility of life. Uh, the well, things he said in the seventies. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Oh, that's disappointing. I think there's a fissure in my soda stream bottle. So you're not getting any sparkling action out of it? I am for the first three minutes, but then um, it sort of disappears. I think the, I think the um, gasket has gone on it. In I many ways, like, a, I, I do find a metaphor for your creativity. I do find just letting it out. My fizz is gone. Um, I've got to see. Um, no, I would say that um, when I watch um, guys on the internet fixing old electronics, there's a guy who like um, goes, he buys a big box of Argos returns, and he piles through them, and he goes, uh, "How do you buy them? What off eBay? I think it must be like an auction site. They just sort of like, yeah. oh, they just sell them, and they are Get just like, and they are yeah, and they are just like old DAB. Well. The DAB radios that aren't working, they're this, they're that. And it's usually in the factory, like, one little wire's become disconnected. Or one little wire's been wired up incorrectly. Or um, a gasket is missing on a CD player. And gaskets are just seem to be a big thing in electronics from Argos. There's always a gasket missing. And so I just think that... Um, and these guys, because usually this stuff would just go to a landfill because nobody wants it. It doesn't work. And the, and, yeah. and, the, and, the, and the price of like them, like what's the point in fixing it? It's 10 quid or 20 quid. But this yeah. guy just sits down. All he does, he just goes, right, that's fucked. That's clearly fucked. Put a gasket in it. Sold this wire back. Um, and then he just sticks them on eBay. And like, I mean, the admin of that is a pain in the bum. But at least it's still there. You know what I mean? What kind of, what's what's the, the margin he's making? Oh, if he's making five quid, I'd be very surprised. It's an absolute waste of his time. But it's just it's just sad that all these bits of crap just turn into, like, e-waste because they were really cheap to start with. No one's bothering fixing this stuff. I know someone who makes who claims to be making thousands of pounds a year, not, like, tens of thousands, but thousands yeah. of pounds a year, simply by going to different car boot sales mm. and um, buying up old wrestling figures and old kind of Mattel figures and stuff and selling yeah. them on, a, on eBay for a profit because they've got a lot more knowledge of how much they're worth. Yeah, I could see that. There's a there's a guy who um, we, me and Mark saw in Walmart um, um, and he was... We were up because we were, like, jet-lagged and I just scratched the rental car um, at 8, 8 a.m. in the morning. And uh, we were in there and he... Uh, and this guy was just out and about and he was going buying... Uh, picking up lots of Hot Wheels cars from Walmart. Like, that's not, like buying it trade that's walmart <laughs> he's buying it sticking them online because they're so rare to get huh. i guess like i guess with like the strangulation of like um supply lines from like china stuff i guess it's kind of like it's quite it's a bit harder and a bit more fraught with um uh with capacity to to to, to launch um uh toys and stuff nowadays because i think you know, i could do that with aldi nappies yes okay right there's not what there's not enough aldi, aldi, aldi nappies, nappies are the best but um God, man, I tell you what, it's an absolute lottery if I've got them in stock or not. Really? So you yeah. pop in and they're... What, sometimes there's just no nappies at all, or do they have the... They're the all dog? different sizes, so it's a bit of a lottery whether you get the sizes or not. Right. Um, Peter, Could, have Rory's you ever nappy, just very unfairly, turned? I think, um, <laughs> put something in the chat saying uh, um, that we have to do batteries. All right, then. All right. What is this? The Luke and Pete and Rory show. <laughs> uh, 
Mark. He's, he's actually, he can't type anymore after that because he's got too much white chocolate over his fingers. <laughs> you scumbag, Rory. Oh, <laughs> you dirty boy. You dirty little rotter. Somebody made the point that, um, obviously, Doc Brown uh, was involved in the production of the Luke and Pete Shaw theme. Well, uh, kind of. Kind of. And, uh, do you want the real story? Uh, yeah, go on then. Oh, yeah, no, he didn't he get something to do it? <laughs> no, I called, I, I called him up. I called him up and said, oh, guess a, guess a theme tune. Yeah. He was like, I've got a new album coming out. You can have this one if you want. I was like, thanks. Yeah. He didn't do it for the Luca Beat show. Okay, yeah, no, no, that's fine. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. So, so Doc Brown, the um, uh, comedian, he's now in uh, Star Wars, um, I believe, on one of the Star Wars. Yeah, I think, I think he's an actor of some repute. I think he's in that m- recent, just out now, massively popular um, drama series on the BBC. Oh, he's done a few. He's, he's been wearing some amazing moustaches lately, I've, I've noticed. Moustache and yeah. 70s clothes. He looks, he looks great. He's actually um, been on this show. Yeah, he actually hosted when you were away once. He did, yes. And he was excellent. Uh, he's a good lad. He's, he's a nice a good fella. Lad. Solid. And he's he, one of the um, and, and, and so it, they were basically saying, well, look, I mean, Doc Brown's now on Star Wars. Like, what? where's Rory going to end up, for crying out loud? What, yeah. What use I mean, does Hollywood have for Rory? He's not going to have a mic to defend himself on this, so I'm going to keep this brief. Right. I don't think he'll be in Star Wars. Do you reckon? Not even as like Chewbacca. He's very he's tall. He's got tall. So he maybe the Chewbacca. Yeah. Uh, Why are you saying it like that? That's how Chewbacca talks. Have you seen that clip of no, Star Wars? Tell, tell me how you call. Tell me how you say the word Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Yeah. Why are you saying it like that? Chewbacca. <laughs> what? Chewbacca. Like it's like it's a surprising question. Chewbacca. What? How, I, how, how do you say Chewbacca then? Chewbacca. Chewbacca. <laughs> I, I can't hear the difference. Sounds like you're asking a question of him. Chew, Chewbacca. All right. Chewbacca. <laughs> Is that you? Chew, Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Have you ever been to Finland? Chewbacca. Um, yeah. Uh, have you ever seen that clip? Of, have you ever seen that clip of uh, Chewbacca uh, where they're filming one of the fucking Star Wars nonsense uh, and one of the film, one of the big, one of the original three and uh, Chewbacca's original? They found like Chewbacca's original Tarkin and that. And Chewbacca's going, ah, oh, you've like, like you know, he gets dubbed over as blah. Well, because um, he originally, so he, he basically he the orig- guy who's playing him speaks, and they change exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. He actually right. does the thing, but he's going like, and so Harrison Ford is reacting to it. But he's going, get on the ship, and, he, and, and Harrison Ford's going, okay, Chewie, get on the ship. It's really <laughs> funny. I can't remember what he says, but it's a really good. I'll dig it do out. Do you remember that scandalous? Um, that scandal about the. Um, the guy who voiced Alf. Oh, was he? I, 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 wasn't it? I'll read a battery brand out while you Google no, Alf. No, well, let's get to batteries after this because right, this is okay, important. Fine. Yeah, but so Googling Alf is Alf was a TV series in the 80s. Right. Late 80s. I think it may have crossed into the 90s as yeah. well. And there was the guy who played Alf. Yeah. There's a YouTube video. I don't even know if it's authentic or not, but the guy who chewed... Uh, who, who voiced Alf? Yeah, I guess because it was filmed in front of a live studio audience, was like doing a load of stuff in the in the, well, I guess where they're setting the cameras up, or there was a change to, the, to what was happening. So he was just mm. filling the time, and he's like, I don't know if it's true or not, because I might get caught out if I'm being completely suckered in. But like, he's like screaming all these weird, <laughs> like racist epithets and stuff. Yeah, that does ring a bell, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it was a dub. I think he. Uh, yeah, I think it, I, th- I don't think people sort of like him anymore so the talk is that he he was it's like a video of outtakes from the show that surfaced right and the puppeteer who was a guy called paul fusco mm. um like started just freestyling <laughs> and then he apparently started spoofing an episode of la law 
right. which featured a character that week, we've got Tourette syndrome or something, and then they and then he just started fucking going off on one. <laughs> like it's it's very strange. And then and I think I think the guy himself came out later on and went, yeah, but it's before it was bad. It's like not really, is it? <laughs> what you, you weren't filming now? If you can't like, just an alien life form. Like, I'm the one who looks down on everyone. I've been all over the place, and if I say it's not racist, it's fine. I'm an alien. Like Ninety seven or something. You are. Um, Peter, also, just point before you move on, um, it is also worth pointing out mm. that, the t- <laughs> that the family sitcom Alf mm. that basically featured a, frankly, quite unbelievable yeah. uh, alien puppet that came to Earth and lived with a family in suburban America. He used to eat cats, uh, didn't he? Yeah. 100, 112 episodes. <laughs> How have they done that? Uh, and you can't get your Mac and Me um, serial reboot on the reboot on the telly. So just so you know, to put that in mm. perspective, that's fifty percent more episodes than Game of Thrones. <laughs> Money well spent, I'd say. Uh, yeah. Right, battery brands. Mark, uh, afternoon chaps. Found this at the bottom of the suitcase that's been on the bed for a few years. Arlec Power. It's a lithium. It's got an expiry date of twenty seventeen uh, November. Congrats to Luke on the arrival. Thanks for the podcast, Mark. Arlec Power. Is it a new player? The way you said that and worded that is it like the Arlec Power battery is my new arrival? Yeah. Nice. Uh, let's have a look. Chewbacca. So, is this Mark who sent this in, yeah? Uh, yes, Mark. So, it's a, he's not Not only is it not a new player, Mark, <sighs> he's not even the first Mark to send it in. <laughs> yes. Our friend Mark Rains sent it in in, in 2018. It was sent in by our friend Lizette in 2022, last year, March last year. So, I'm afraid it's not a new player, my friend. Noah Roth has got in touch. Love that second name, Roth. I saw a clip of the um, TV show, oh, Lie to Me. Lie to me. Lie How to are you going to pretend you don't know Roth. who Noah Roth is? What do you mean, Noah Roth? Do I know? He's our pal. He sends us loads of presents. Oh, yes, of course it is. Sorry. I, the Fucking Roth, the you Roth get the threw me, didn't the You Roth don't remember anyone who's kind I to I knew it was not. No, I didn't. I. The battery daddy guy, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, right, fine. No, he's a legend. He's a Luke Pitcher, a legend. All right. All right. Treat him with respect. Cut, cut that out, Rory. He won't get more presents. <laughs> We're very much like Tito in, in many ways. Um, hello there, lads. Uh, while changing out emergency lights in a private jet, brilliant, I came across what appeared to be two AA batteries that have been heat shrunk shrunk together. Uh, thought you might get a kick out of these lovely safety boys, simply known as Bruce. Uh, love the new YouTube tr- uh, page. Uh, subscribe uh, if you haven't, you jazzy listeners. Thank you, Noah, for that. Yes, I do. I do remember Noah. Um, replace the battery uh, Bruce uh, there's a positive and a negative end and yeah they've just they've basically just heat shrank um, a, a little um, uh, two two little double A's together I wonder what how I like about that much power you could get out of that if you just kept on going like a big it's an amazing sausage. looking battery yeah. what I like about your reading there Pete is with Noah is that like you've done the podcast equivalent there of what you do with me when it comes to social events where you're really nice and polite to people mm. hello mate how you doing you okay good to see you and yeah. then you come to me and go who's that, who's that guy again <laughs> don't be rude you do. Don't be rude. I remember Noah, but I didn't remember no I didn't remember a second name. That's all right, isn't it? Yeah, it's fine. That's um, okay. I can't tell Noah whether Bruce a battery just called Bruce is a new player or not because the system I've got to find out is by typing the name of the battery in the search yeah. on Gmail. And um all I'm getting here is Bruce Hornsby, Bruce Springsteen, Bruce Barry's tribe, BBC's series. A lot of Bruce in the Bruce's in the world, and to be honest. I mean yeah. in the configuration as suggested, I mean they're very much um, very much kind of wang them together. So I don't know. I was, I'd say I would say it's a new player. Fuck it. I don't really yeah. see in it. Good give stuff. him, give him the benefit of doubt. Noah's a friend of the show. He deserves the respect. Let's um, let's give him a new player. Well done mm. to you, Noah. Yeah, thank you, Noah. And uh, changing out emergency lights in a private jet. It's good stuff. Um, yeah. 
did Noah send us the, the reflective silver tip? Think, no, that was Pilot Neil, wasn't it? Oh, yes, of course it was, yeah. Can't remember anyone today, honestly. Uh, Dan! I'm a relatively new listener to the show, being led here after a friend introduced me to the Ramble last year, so would not be surprised if this isn't a new player. Last week, 17 of my family all took a trip to Mallorca. This is Dan here, uh, to celebrate my dad's, Dan's dad's, uh, 60th birthday. One evening, my uh, mum thought it would be a good idea to stick on the TV in our villa. Clearly, the pool had gotten boring, but what she found was the only chance we had access to German pornography. Uh, anyway, I had the realisation uh, that the TV remote would have some batteries. And I give you Gene Klein. Fingers crossed for a, year, a new player, Dan Gene Klein. I think this might be a new player, you know. I don't think I've ever heard of a, a Gene Klein battery. So, welcome to you, um, Dan, yeah. and to your da- Dan-dad. Dan-dad. Um, but... Dan-dan-dad. <laughs> and you, and I would, what I would say is you've got a lot of content to listen to if you're a new... Mm. A new partaker. Mm. Um, but Gene Klein, unfortunately, are not oh, new players because our nuts. friend Jay sent them in in June of last year. But it's only, this is only the second time when they've been second. sent in, so you're very close Yikes, to having on. new players. But I'm afraid not. <laughs> close, but no cigar. That's all right. My, my mate Tomo, he's, he's, he came back after um, dinner time at school and he said he'd seen some German pornography. Yikes, comma, is all he can remember. Anyway, Do you want to translate uh, to our, uh, our non-German speaking listeners? Uh, give it a Google. Give it a Google. All right, then. Uh, <laughs> one out of three today. One out of three. It's not bad. And I've mugged off uh, lovely Noah. Um, it's, it's, it's solid work. Hello at LukePitcher.com. If you've got any batteries, if you've got anything you want to send us, uh, please do. Uh, you can also get in touch uh, via Twitter, bloody TikTok, bloody Instagram. But we've also got a YouTube page as well, at the Luke and Pete Show. Uh, have a look up on there. There's loads of clips and stuff. And uh, they've, been doing, they've been going great guns, haven't they, Lukey? Yeah, we're, we're, listen, we're 13 away from 1,000 subscribers. Holy shit. So if, you, if people don't want to do their bit, then that's on them, but that's they know what to do. They, if they're being <laughs> they know, what, themselves, they know they why they're letting everyone do. down, for crying out loud. All yeah. right, then. Uh, we'll be back on uh, Monday. Have a safe and profitable weekend. And if you're going anywhere nice, don't let us know about it. Have you had any beef cream on your pizza? <laughs> let us know. Hello it's at lookpeakshow.com. Stop this. Oh, this is awesome. Uh, right, bye. We'll be back soon. Ta-ta. Say goodbye, Luke. <laughs> goodbye. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.